When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back to Browns Cast. I'm your host Taylor Jedrzejczak here with Matt Milner, as usual after the after a Browns game. Uh, got a got a hell of a win here to talk about, Matt. Would would um, get that? What would you think today? Man, this was a really good win. Can, like this was a win that you probably needed to have a, a good old fashioned beat down twenty seven to nothing. Your defense gave you two three turnovers, seven sacks. And Deshaun looked pretty good. He had his moments throwing the ball. Like the running game wasn't quite as stellar as it had been the past couple of weeks, but you had over 300 yards of total offense. So I would say 27 to nothing, you, you did what you had to do. Just took care of business against a really bad team. Yeah, like this is this is something that I think we've complained about the last two seasons, and they've done it pretty well so far this year. Um when you play a team that you're expected to beat, you have to beat them. Um, you're not expected to beat them down like this. <laughs> it's certainly a nice bonus. Um, but like last season, I feel like there was a lot of games where we would go into it and say, you know, the Browns are the better team. They just need to take care of business. And they would let the team hang around or they would uh, screw up themselves and either end up winning a closer game than it should have been or losing. And so far this season, that just hasn't been the case. They've been able to go out there and take care of business against the a Bengals team that looked like they just didn't want to be there once they realized that Joe Burrow wasn't healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Titans team that they're far superior to, or at least they were on that day. And a Cardinals team that they should definitely be far superior to. And they went out and showed it and they, they did their job. I mean, statistically it was a, it was almost overkill from the defense, (laughs) but like if the Cardinals go out and put up 270 yards of offense and score nine points and like. That would have been fine. It would have been fine, but you'd be looking at it and be like, they could have done better. I mean, it was Clayton Tune and a bunch of dudes, like a bunch of just random bodies. Like, if and, they go out there and struggle to stop that, then, like, next week cer- certainly seems a lot more daunting than it already does. So. But the uh, fact yeah. that they basically <laughs> – they the, the Cardinals' offense only had 58 total yards. Think about that. Like, it just – from Jump Street, from the first drive, they just – did not let them breathe. They let out whatever frustration they had. Even Miles Garrett in his presser said, like, they were frustrated the last couple of weeks of how they played, and it clearly showed because they they were just beating beating poor Clayton Toon and a bunch of scrubs for sixty minutes. It was that, that was pretty much what it was. Yeah, and it's funny is actually their first drive is probably one of their best of the day. <laughs> the Cardinals, that is, <laughs> six plays for twenty seven yards. They got into Browns territory. After that, just uh, downhill. Oof. After that, they they didn't have another drive that had twenty seven yards in it. 
Even in garbage time, they were going backwards. Like, I think uh, they had like 69 or 68 total offensive yards, and then they ended up with 58. So it was pretty much like a a full-out on slaughter. Once once the Browns went up 27 to 27 nothing, and that was with 10 minutes to go or seven minutes to go in the in the fourth, the Cardinals had three plays minus two yards punt, six plays five yards punt, three plays minus six yards end of game. <laughs> so they they didn't do a whole lot even when the like well I mean technically you probably could say the game hit garbage time when it was 20 to nothing realistically, <laughs> but. It just this defense doesn't have any let up, and that's nice. That's nice to see. Uh, granted, I wish we could have seen some of that in Seattle last week. That was a much different team, but that much different team, that Seattle team, just went to Baltimore and got absolutely housed. So, yeah, like um, nobody seems to have an answer for the Ravens right now. So, <laughs> transitive property is not a not a strong feeling for the Browns at this point. No, <laughs> but you know, they, they went out there today and they did what they needed to do. I think it was important to get, um, Deshaun Watson out there to let him face a live defense again. Your definition of live may vary. Uh, the Cardinals might not qualify. Um, I mean, the Browns, there's a Baker, but yeah, there's not much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not like the Browns put up, a whole bunch of stats today. They they finished with 326 yards of offense. Uh, that's I mean that's decent, but that's not that's not a particularly great day. Um, they ran the ball 40 times, but only picked up 113 yards. Uh, that's 2.8 yards a carry. That is very not good. Yeah, um, but but it was definitely clear that the strategy was we're just going to run the ball, try to set. Deshaun up with easy throws as best we can. That just kind of was the day, it seemed like. Yeah, I mean, Deshaun had a fairly solid day. 19 of 30 isn't anything like you're going to you're gonna send to the Hall of Fame and say, look at this day. But, you know, <laughs> no. it's, it's certainly better than some of the things we've seen out of him. Um, I, I did just see a stat that, like, in his last two games, he's been really good. Um He's like completing seventy three percent of his passes for like five hundred something yards and four touchdowns. Like, it's not he's not been bad in his last two full games. Uh, I yeah, don't know no. how to count the Colts game. Obviously, yeah, that Colts game, especially with how it started off, it looked like they underestimated how ready he was either by himself or the team. Luckily, it has it didn't linger, so it hasn't mattered. But yeah, that just that game was weird. So I would throw it out, honestly. Yeah, um, I mean, it wasn't a good look for him or the team, but you know, you can kind of because it, he was able, they were able to find an exit strategy for so quickly that it, the game almost didn't count because PJ played for three quarters. Mm-hmm. Um, but. It was it was good to see him get out there and get the reps. Um, he certainly had his fair share of that throw was really ugly. <laughs> then he but, had a good mix of oh there there's a throw that that's nice to see like the couple to Cooper was really nice. Yeah, like that was I think that was something we were kind of missing in the um, in the Bengals game where yes he 
he had an okay day throwing, but there wasn't any like wow throws. Some of that was the weather. Um, but, and then Tennessee was almost all wow throws. Mm-hmm. Well, to an extent, I mean, he wasn't like, he didn't throw for 350, but he, I don't think he had any like egregiously bad throws that day. Oh no. So it was a fairly normal quarterback day, I would say, outside of like the pitch that was like why I still think about that pitch every once in a while. Like, why was that a good idea pitching it backwards to Elijah Moore? I still don't get it. But anyways, that's completely like Yeah, I mean that that play gets forgotten because they they haven't um they had they they won that game <laughs> by a lot. So I'm glad that they didn't have. We don't have to relive that play every every time that <laughs> that that game is talked about. But mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just it was it was a good day from the offense. It wasn't a great day. It was an. I, I want to say it was a fairly efficient day. Uh, there was some there were some times where it was weird, but it got the job done. The defense didn't score any points today. The offense scored all 27 points. Um, so take that for what you will. Uh, probably should they could have scored 30 points. Um, Hopkins actually missed a kick today. It's been a while. Um, yeah, he gets a pass. Like, yeah, he- I mean, if, if you're going to pick a time to miss a kick, that was certainly it. Yeah, so. but for the most part, yeah, 27 points. I mean, pretty solid day at the office. So I, I'd definitely take it. Yeah, I think we were talking last week about how we, we need to have some stress-free games. Um, that was – This game was definitely good for your blood pressure if, you, if you're if yeah. you ever worried about that. Yeah, I mean, I didn't I, – I didn't really even think about much of anything during the game. Like, it was just kind of, oh. They're going to win this game. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think once it got to 13. And yeah, I, I think gonna, once it got to 13 by half, I was like, yeah, they'll win. I don't, it might not, it might not be the prettiest win, but they'll probably win no matter what. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did want them to keep scoring. Like you, you don't want it to, to be a 16 to nothing shutout. Cause then. Oh no, no, no. The fact that they then scored have, seven is fine by me. Yeah, and the fact that the 27 came, you know, it mostly by the way of what the offense does. Um, it was nice, like having Deshaun Watson contribute to that and so that we don't have to litigate his viability as a starting quarterback this week. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I don't want to have to litigate. Yeah, that was a big things. plus that he made it through the game just to calm people's worries that way because everybody thought – like it. it whether it's unfair or not, that his shoulder is basically one hit away. It seems like it's in a much healthier place than it was in the Colts game at the very least. Yeah, so I mean, he, he took some hits today. Uh, I mean, he took a hit hit to the shoulder. He fell on it after a run. He took some other hits. Like, the, the shoulder held up to the hit test. Uh, the only time he ever, like, had to kind of swing his arm to stretch it back out was when he slid trying to throw the ball. Yeah, he put looked, a weird, weird torque on his arm, and yeah, that that was weird. But outside of that, he was fine, at least from what I I saw. Yeah, so by next week he should be even closer to fine, and you know, hopefully by the time the Steelers game rolls around, it's 
the shoulder is not an issue anymore. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's the, these are the games that you ask for when, when you're a team that wants to make the playoffs. You want to have games where you can get in, get out. Uh, I mean, obviously, you didn't get in, get out scot-free today. You probably lost your left tackle. Um, yeah, unfortunately, which, that, that injury was – yeah, that – whenever you hear the words air cast, you know things aren't good. Yeah, I mean – there, there's been a, there's a lot of people that complain about Dedrick Wills every day, but every time we go out there and play, but now we're gonna have to go out and watch uh, Hudson play left tackle, and I, I just don't know if that's gonna be any better of an experience. So yeah, it'll probably be worse to just show you the scale of like the left tackles that are in the league. Jedrick Wills is probably closer to average, and what we might be seeing the next couple weeks is definitely not gonna be that, especially like. I think Leatherwood is like on the practice squad and he's like a reject from the Vikings or I forget which team. But either way, the Raiders. Not, actually, the Raiders. The Raiders. I, I couldn't think of the team, but you're right. Yeah, I think I think we're they're gonna have to con- contribute a lot of extra help for him the next couple weeks. Um I mean the Ravens are gonna pressure the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. Um the and then the next week you're going up against Alonzo Highsmith and or Alex You know, that's always fun facing those guys. Yeah. So, I mean, we've seen what Hudson does against the Steelers, the Steelers defense in the first place. We, he uh, started that, that Monday night game in Pittsburgh at the end of the 21 season. So, <laughs> well, oh, right. man, that's, oh, man, that's not good. <laughs> Yeah, that was not a great night. Uh, I was there. It was cold. Everything sucked. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, hopefully he's in a better place now. Um, now he's he's, a, on the left he's at least been fine as a swing tackle. But, yeah, he's going to he's gonna earn his money the next couple weeks with uh, Jet out. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure I've ever seen a one offensive lineman go into the game three separate times at two different positions. <laughs> that was a first for me too, because I've never seen it either. Like they- <laughs> He came in for 10 plays at left tackle, went out, came in for a few plays at right tackle, went out, came back in and finished the game at left tackle. <laughs> Just, ah, man. Yeah, that he definitely earned his paycheck this week, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they just have to – they're going to have to give him a lot of help. Uh, we know what we're going to get out of the Ravens. We know what we're going to get out of those Steelers. Um, this defense should be good enough to keep the Steelers mostly in check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't fear them at all. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I think we've established our hatred of just the Steelers' offense in general. The fact that they're winning is just pissing me off even more. But, yeah, anyways. Yeah, they're, they're just grifting at this point. Well, they, yeah, they are pretty much the grifters of the NFL. They are the Damian Lillard or Trey Young of, of the NFL. They're just somehow winning or, or drawing fouls, and you just are like, come on. This is that's not. A, that's almost insulting to Trey Young because Trey Young at least does offense things. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. He at least scores buckets. <laughs> like. Uh... That team's just frustrating. We get them in a couple of weeks. They haven't played well in Cleveland the last few years. Um, so hopefully we can kind of 
fall back on that. I think their only win was actually what was that? Um, twenty twenty one on Halloween. Yeah, Jarvis it was Landry, Ben's like, last just, game in the stadium. When Jarvis Landry forgot he had hands for an entire half. Yeah, and fumbled. I remember fumbled, dropped a pass. Yeah, that's frustrating. Uh, wasn't that OBJ's last game in Cleveland? Didn't didn't he throw his tantrum? I think after so. That? I think yeah, so. I think that was. I think that was how that game ended. Uh, <laughs> yay. Uh, <laughs> anyways, anyways, let's get let's reel this back. Enjoy this win a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I am starting to get a little bit worried about the offense just from a who the hell are we sending out there fact. Because um, <laughs> now these injuries uh, are starting to pile up. A, a, a yeah, lot. I mean, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper was banged up at the end of today. Uh, David Bell is not playing. Uh, Marquise Goodwin took a helmet to the back of the head today. He might be out they for a little bit. They had to carry him off the field. That that was scary. Yeah, they might. He might be out for a little bit. Um, offensive line is down to its tackle. Uh, what three and four? Like yeah, OT four and five at this point. It's it's three and four still. So, yeah, that, that's true. Dewan is we're only there. we're only two we're only two deep. Um, and we're down. I think we're down to running back by committee at this point. So, like the offense is a piecemeal that we just have to make work. The fact that we we're able to still put up 320 yards of offense feels, which is a credit to Kevin, just figuring out an offense on the fly. Well, the 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 pets' heads are falling off at this point. Like you, you can't catch a break. It seems like with either the personnel that's being out there and these injuries, and yet he's somehow finding some semblance of offense. The fact that they're five and three from that standpoint is remarkable. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like, I feel like they should be mostly okay. Um, they, they, Watson just has to like, Watson is the kind of quarterback that when you're paying him that much, you're paying him to elevate guys mm-hmm. that might not be there. Um, and he just needs to do that. Uh, I mean, we saw in the broadcast, even they showed that he missed a throw to Elijah Moore in the second quarter. Uh, when he was wide open on third down, um, he obviously had a, a lot of throws. I think in the middle part of the game where he was just wide on everything. Um, yeah, like he just kind of, he kind of got out. He was in a funk for a little bit, and then he kind of was able to find it as the game went on. So yeah, luckily. Yeah. I mean, but, certainly low and wide is better than high and. Yeah, you rather you rather dirt balls than throw them over the middle like Clayton Toon did and got gave Denzel a free pick. Yeah, like I, I think we made it through a day where where Deshaun Watson didn't have any turnover worthy throws. So you take that. Yeah, well, um, big big plus on that side. No turnovers from anybody on the offense. Which yeah, yeah. You you got the you got plus three back on the uh, turnover differential. It's been. It's been uh, been a while. <laughs> Good to finally not do stupid things on offense. That's that's such a great feeling. Yeah, um, they, they. I mean, they did what they they did what they needed to do. And I'm going to keep coming back to that. But like, when you're when you're playing a one in seven team at home, it doesn't matter if you're back, if your starting quarterback has been out for a little while. You you need to go out there and dominate a one in seven team that's starting a quarterback that 
uh, is a fifth round rookie and was it sounds like not, uh, cartoon character. Beat out, he was not able to beat out Josh Dobbs, who they traded for three weeks before the season started. So, like, there's no way in that guy, there's no way that guy should be able to beat you. And the Browns didn't even let him think that he could beat them today, which is very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they just threw him out to the wolves, and the, the wolves ate him pretty much. Like because they they did not want to throw Kyler against this defense for sure. And the way it, the way it played out, they were correct. Yeah, I mean, I think I think doing like I, I don't like that we had to rely on uh, headed ball variants again this week. I'm glad it worked out. <laughs> Um, At least it went our direction this time. Thank God. Yeah, I mean, if you'd have told me that we'd have had a head, we'd have two balls headed in the air twenty yards in back-to-back weeks. One, one of them is going touchdown, to be one, one of them is going to be one of them is going to be caught for a touchdown. I, I think I'd rather have Adam flipped him because <laughs> <laughs> if if. If you don't throw a pick against Seattle, you win that game. And I don't think it, I don't think it would have mattered what would happen if they. Yeah, uh, one random pick, like yeah, it definitely wasn't going to matter in this game the way it played out. So yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on that. If, if if that ball somehow found a Browns receiver last week, that we would be ha- we'd be talking about us being like six and two instead of five and three. But you are what your record is right now, so okay. you can only do so much. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there, there, there's not that they're not far off of being seven and one right now. <laughs> in all reality, like a, a couple bad plays in Pittsburgh and a couple bad plays in Seattle, and they're they're five and three instead of seventy one. So mm-hmm. it's, I mean, but you know you flip it the other way a made kick you made a, a made kick and a no call against a made kick with the Niners and uh no call against the Colts and maybe you're 3 and 5 so like you take the luck where you get it um, yeah you'd rather be lucky sometimes than good so like that's that's always my philosophy sometimes like when people say oh that was luck it's like you'd rather be lucky sometimes dude because what what with the way the NFL is it's such a short like small margin that you'll take the lucky plays no matter what. It don't matter. It's it, it's just that tough to win. Yeah. Um. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. I mean, you're, you're, 
you're looking at like right now, the Browns are at a point where you just got to find wins where you can get them because 10 should get you into the playoffs. Yes. You're at five. You have nine games to go. So you need to go five and four over your final nine. At the very least, like you just at the had very least pace with what, who you're competing with in the wild card. Yeah. And, you know, you have games against the Steelers at home, who you should beat. You have, you go to the Broncos and Rams are not great. You play the Bears. You play the Texans, who look okay, but they obviously still have their flaws. Yeah, it is yeah. a C.J. Stroud carry job, pretty much, with, with how their record is. Like, God the reason you have those wins is C.J. Yeah, God knows what the Jets are going to be in Week 17. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers could be have a bionic leg by that point. But uh, there's certainly five winnable games on that schedule. I mean, they could win three out of their next four and be eight and eight and four. Like it's, it's just a matter of stacking wins where you can get it right now. They've won three out of four. Mm -hmm. So you go to Baltimore next week, Baltimore's, Probably going to be ranked as the number one team in the NFL on a lot of power rankings this week. Uh, you're probably going to go to Baltimore as the underdog, probably a four or five point underdog. Um, hopefully, the defense can take some of what they learned last time and and apply it because you know this time you're not going to be able to use the excuse of oh well we got blindsided and now we don't have a quarterback like you need to you need to go out and have a good game against the Bengals or against the Ravens it it doesn't I I don't want to say I'd be okay with a loss but if you go there and get housed like the the Seahawks did today that's not going to feel good oh no like and yeah they gotta at least show that they're on their level to some extent because like the fact that they're steamrolling teams it's like Like, I feel like they're either not matching their intensity or they're just, like, they are something. Because they they at least got to show the Ravens. The Ravens ran for almost 300 yards today. They ran for seven yards of carry on the Seahawks. And this was, like, one of the better rush rush defenses in the league. So Yeah, they're they're top. I think they were sixth. Like, I think they were fourth before they played the Browns, and they fell to six because I think the Browns still ran for what, like one fifty on them last week. Yeah, one twenty-five at least. Like the Ravens went out there and ran for three hundred. It remarkable, but yeah, they they at least got to like this. Is, if this is a week to like like show that they can like be at their level and like maybe be back in the division race conversation into some level like they got to win this week yeah i mean the ravens are still wildly inconsistent on offense i mean this they had a rough go with the cardinals last week i mean granted it was a different it was a bit of a different cardinals team um they they still had josh dobbs but i mean it was 24 31 24 with if the Cardinals recover an onside kick, then they could go down and score a touchdown to die. Like, yeah, yes, it was 24 to seven in that game to start the fourth quarter in midway through the fourth quarter, but 
it was also 14-7 at halftime. So the Ravens are still kind of a weird team. They they don't play – they play down to competition when it's a team that isn't as good as them. But when they are playing a team that they, they view as good, they crank it up to like 13. So Yeah, like I guess you're just hoping that like – because you, you can only maintain that intensity for so long. Like, no matter how good of a team is, like, it's a game of attrition. Like, eventually, things kind of just – like, you get beat down by as, this, as the season goes along. So, you like, even the best teams sometimes will have games where you're like, how are we, how are we keeping this team in? Even the better teams that they face, it's just like – it's hard to maintain that. So, I – if the defense shows up, I definitely feel like they can do that. Because before things went off the rails – against the Browns like uh, like when they fit when they faced the Ravens they were they were holding them in check until Lamar made a couple of just god tier throws with to like Mark Andrews and a couple a couple others so like even Lamar had to put in a good effort just to win the game yeah the main, the main thing for them is they can't they can't let the running backs go crazy like they did last time Mm. Um, I, I feel like that the first half, that one drive was, they, they started what at the five yard line and they basically only ran the ball. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like that was a drive that and Yeah. It was just a running drive for the most part. And that being said, the Ravens only ran for 131 yards that day. They only had 280 yards of offense. I think they, they kind of phoned it in in the second half once they realized the Browns weren't going to do anything, but <laughs> Yeah, that that kind of was the vibe. I was at the stadium and just watching that game. I'm like, yeah, this game got, is uh, over by half. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, once it got to once it got to 21 to three, it was done. Uh, there was there was no hope because you. I think at that point you knew that the the Browns weren't going to score 21 points. So, I mean, the defense played well in the second half, but how much was that? How much of that was the Ravens just running scout team plays out there. Um, but, you know, it's it, it, the vibe going into that game is going to be a lot different. Um, you're not going to lose your quarterback. God Hopefully. willing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, last time we had a nice win going into a Ravens game, we lost our quarterback that week and we didn't even know what was going on. So, <laughs> and here we are at the end of that saga in the same situation. Um, but I, I think with with Watson out there, the offense should be better. But the the Ravens are in just such a heater right now. You just don't know what what to what you're going to get. I mean, they're seven and two. They haven't lost since an indisp- uh, inexplicable loss to the Steelers right after they beat us twenty seven twenty eight to three. Like, <laughs> and they've. They've absolutely just wrecked two of the best teams in the NFC. I, I think that that says a lot about the difference between the NFC and the NFC. But you got a big test next week, and mm-hmm. you can't fail it. And lo- losing isn't automatically a failure. Yeah, like you're be like even if they lose, it's not like the end of the world. It's only if it turns into they lose this one and then the Steelers one, and then it's like okay, this 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 isn't this needs to change fast. Well, yeah, but they're also going to Baltimore 
with a chance to prove that they're not that they're they're ready to compete for the division. If you can't compete with Ravens right now, then you're not ready to compete for the division. Yeah, like if you uh, that's that's what I was saying. Like they need to if they want to get back in this division race, like they need to play a really good game against the Ravens and win. Because I think they are only one loss in turn they are only one game behind in the loss. They're, they're a game and a half back, yeah. It's seven and two versus five and three. The Ravens mm-hmm. haven't had their bye yet. I don't know when they're having their bye. They were sickos and didn't take their bye after they played in London. <laughs> Absolute sicko behavior. Oh my god. Yeah. They it looks like they don't let's see. Here. Uh, they don't yeah. take it until this week thirteen. Yeah, they'll have it after the Chargers game. After the Chargers game. They'll have they have I mean they got a pretty tough stretch too. They got I mean, I, I can't imagine that they think the Browns is an easy game. Um, and then, then they you play, play the Bengals, and then yeah, you play yeah. the Chargers. Like you're, and, and the Bengals is a quick turnaround. You're playing the the Browns at home, and then you play the Bengals at home on Thursday. Yeah, and they're playing a tough game against the Bills in about three hours. <laughs> yeah, uh, game I would very much like to see the Bills win, um, if for nothing than to at least separate someone in the division field. race. At least separate someone in the division race, because good lord. We're gonna have. I mean, if they if they beat the Bills tonight, which I mean, I did pick them to beat the Bills tonight. We'll, we'll have seven and two, and then three five and three teams with the Steelers making zero sense. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so, yeah, we we just need if the Bills can just do us a favor, just to help us out a little bit, just so there's they're already on hot on our ass. Just keep it, keep some distance, please. Bills, help us out. I'll smash yeah, a table. I'm I'm desperate. <laughs> um, the Bills they didn't play the Bengals well last year, but you know, getting back to the Cardinals game, I know we haven't really talked about it much for the last like five or six minutes, but uh, I mean, there there isn't a whole lot of analysis to bring. It was nice to see the defense finally have a. They had a dominant yardage day while they also generated three takeaways, while they also generated seven sacks. They haven't gotten them in sacks in a game in a while. Um, First time the team shut out another team in 250-something games. I saw Jake Trotter tweeted that. that It was was the second longest streak for a while. Yeah, that was the the last shutout was the Bills game in the blizzard in 2007. Oh, God, that that game was just, man. I was there. You were sitting in the stands? Yeah, I was there that day. That was that was an experience. Couldn't feel my face for like three days. <laughs> <laughs> a kid from North Carolina didn't know to wear a ski mask. Clearly not, because like... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was a fun game to be at. I'm glad that I'm one of the 200,000 people that now claim they were there. Even though I definitely was there. Um, uh, I mean, just go back to it. They they did exactly what they needed to do today. They did exactly what we wanted them to do. They didn't let the Cardinals hang around. They didn't even – they pretty much, from kickoff, jumped on the Cardinals and started choking them out right then. Yeah, they just <laughs> choke-slammed them from the jump. Like, yeah, was- the, def- the defense put one hand on their throat, and then the offense took about two and a half quarters to put the other. <laughs> so – it was it was a good game all around. Um, I think 
it, it's it's definitely a good vibe build for next week. Um, I think you're going to see a much different team go to Baltimore, uh, even if even if it's not as successful as we want it to be with a win. I mean, I don't think we thought they would have any shot last year when they went to Baltimore and they went to they if it weren't for a really bad interference call and then a weird false start call, they, they would have a shot to win. To, they might have gone to overtime in that game and won. Mm-hmm. So the defense has played Lamar well in the past. It's hard to really kind of judge the last time they played. I think they played to them okay last time, but the offense provided no help. So it's hard to judge based on the yardage and the output that day because that game was just so weird. But yeah, I think, I think, I mean, next week is setting up to be a good game. Uh, the NFL had a chance to flex it to Sunday night, and they decided that they wanted. Let's see. I know it's something really bad. Um, they wanted what? to keep the Jets and Raiders on Sunday night next week. Oh God! Yay! No. <laughs> Come on! Do us. They had a chance. There, there was a. They, they had a chance to flex a bunch of games. Uh, Browns and Ravens was one of them. They could have flexed the Niners and Jaguars. They could have flexed the Lions and Chargers, who might put up 86 points. But no, Jets and Raiders, go. A sickos game for a national audience. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, that's not even the sickos game of the week next week. <laughs> the sickos game of the week next week is Panthers-Bears. Ooh, that's even better. <laughs> <laughs> and that's on Thursday night, so we all get to watch that one. Okay, that okay, that's a true sickos game because if it's a, a Thursday night game and it's those teams, <laughs> it makes too much sense. <laughs> it's going to be disgusting <laughs> for sure. But um, let's take a quick quick look at what we got on the uh, on the on the bets so far. I have not added your picks. I need to do that. Um, yeah, my apologies. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can toss those in there real quick, just to just to fill it out. Let's see. So you picked. You got the Chiefs right. That, that's that's a plus. The Raiders game is going on. The that game hasn't happened yet. That game hasn't happened yet. And I'm sure you picked the Browns. So you got that one. Mm-hmm. Um. Browns pass yards over under 214 and a half. Uh, that actually is really close. What did they end up with? 213. Oh, my God. <laughs> we all missed on the over. <laughs> what was the over? Two, I put the over under at 214 and a half. They threw for 213. <laughs> That's net yardage, right? Uh. I mean, I, I just usually put it as passing yards. I mean, he was two. He had two hundred nineteen passing yards. We'll we'll go over to the semantics of that later this week. Okay, <laughs> fine, fine, fair enough. Um, let's see. Browns rush attempts over under thirty and a half. We all had the over. They had thirty right at the beginning of the third quarter or fourth quarter. Uh, Browns leading rusher. Me and you both said Kareem. We were both wrong. Uh, 
Gerb said Ford, who if he doesn't run for that eight-yard run on the second-to-last possession, um, Hunt actually is the leading rusher for the day. So he gets that point. Um, Cardinals rushing yards over under 110.5. Uh, that, that, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cle- uh, Brown sacks plus takeaways over under 5.5. Uh, you and Joe both said under. So neither of you got the points on that one. And you and Joe both said they would cover. I did not. So. I even texted you in our chat. It was like, it was 12 and a half. Half should have been the spread because we went with eight and a half. And that, that felt too generous after a while. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the end, I mean, that's what we got right now. We still have three games left to games left to kind of parse it out. Um, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> two thirteen passing yards. <laughs> God, man, that's, that's hilarious. Actually, <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, that's what we got so far. You've gotten both of the picks right that have ended. Um, you've gotten three. You got three of the prop bets, and that's what we got. We got. I, I put three late games on there for some reason, so we don't have those yet. But yeah. Um, I imagine we will be, not I imagine, I know we will be back later in the week um, to discuss the Ravens game in more depth. Hopefully we don't have a super secret quarterback injury that crops up tomorrow. Fingers crossed Um, on that one. But I would imagine that we're going to be without our left tackle. (laughs) I I don't know what the status of Greg Newsom is. I don't know what the status of Marquise Goodwin is going to be. I don't know what the status of David Bell is. We could have a very light offense going to next week. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll know more about that as we go through the week. But the defense kind of came out of this game relatively the same. Um, I think Cameron Mitchell got hurt, but it didn't look that bad. Yeah, um, no, it, the defense looked fine it's just been it's just been a consistent theme of the offense just finding ways to get hurt and, and it's not even like dings uh random bruises and stuff it's just long-term injuries unfortunately yeah everyone's getting rolled up on yay but <laughs> great <laughs> but <laughs> okay well we will be back later this week um and we will break down the Ravens game. Uh, Matt, you got anything left to add? No, I think you covered it. Okay. Well, then we will close this out here. Uh, thanks for listening, and go Browns. Go Browns. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. All right, you think that was good enough? I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? I've never done it. (laughs) Right.